Welcome everybody to the latest edition of Ed Talks. And in the past, I have been talking to all sorts of people from various parts of the property industry. And today I'm being a little bit bolder in so far as I've got uh, a gentleman called Ian Barton uh, with me, um, who is actually one of our viewers. I wouldn't say Ian is typical. I think he's one of our better ones, but nevertheless, um, I thought it would be useful and interesting for people who potentially are thinking about using Viewer or interested in Viewer to see the sort of people that will be showing their houses or doing their inspections. So uh, Ian, thank you very much for coming on. Um, you're welcome. Nice to meet you, Ed. Um, and I suppose it would be helpful. I'm guessing that most people have some idea of who I am because they're on this, this podcast. Um, but in terms of you, of who you are, could you give us a bit of background, perhaps on 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 who you are and uh, and what you do? Yes. So I am one of those uh, people that are definitely a jack of all trades. Um, I am an actor, um, so I do performing work um, wherever I can in all different manner of um, professional engagements whether that's uh, a stage show and film tv the reason ian's smiling or, by the way to all those who are listening to this is that i was asking him beforehand about pausing before we start and pausing at the end and live <laughs> television and all that stuff he said yes i'll talk about that in a minute so i didn't actually realize that there was acting <laughs> that had gone on so i now feel like a complete fool anyway sorry go on ian <laughs> no that's fine that's fine um, you know, and, and that also boils down to, to doing things like role plays and uh, murder mysteries. And those are sort of one off sort of little, little things that keep us sort of going. Um, and uh, as side jobs, I've done lots of different things in my in my past. But um, one of the main things I'm also involved in is leisure, uh, the leisure industry, sort of working in sports centres as a lifeguard and a, a duty manager in those roles. Um and like I say, I'm a jack of all trades, so I've uh, diversified into doing uh, website management, um, and which has now sort of moved into sort of small business support for people to sort of setting them up with their social media accounts and sort of giving them an idea of, um, okay, well, let's do uh, more photography or, or do a video for your business that will promote it. Um, and then quite recently, um, I've started doing painting and decorating. Maybe that's something a lot of acting uh, types do and get into. So um, alongside that, I came across uh, Viewba and could see that it was something that I could fit in uh, along with all of those other different roles um, and, and fit into my busy. So how did you come across Viewba? What was your, how, how did you come across us? Yeah, so actually um, it was someone who I met who wanted help with her website or her business idea. So we met um, online. Um, it was actually prior to uh, the, the pandemic sort of lockdown. Um, but we, we met on a, a video call and uh, discussed her business and, and how she wanted to move forward. And I said, right, well, I can set up your website. I can set up your social media channels. And whilst we were talking about it, she mentioned that there's all these different ways of earning some income and filling your calendar. And one of those was Viewba. And I thought, oh, I've never heard of that. I'll write it down. So I jotted it down on my piece of paper with my notes of what we were going to do for her. And then afterwards, I just had a look at the website and I thought, well, that sounds quite interesting. I, I'd be interested in fitting that in and, uh, 
and giving it a go. So I um, sent an email off uh, and it went from there. And that was a couple of years ago. I mean, again, for anybody who's who's listening to this, who doesn't know what Vuba is, what, what Vuba does is connect anybody in the property industry with a network of Vuba members, as we call them, all over the UK, who are happy to go and open a door, take a photograph, do an inspection report, whatever it is, uh, for estate agents, property managers, housing associations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and since we started, one of the undoubted issues that we've come across is that understandably people who run their own business are nervous about allowing somebody else to act on their behalf and go and show a property or go and well, particularly go and show a property, which is the main thing. And it's worth pointing out that the reason I started the business was that when I ran a big London estate agency, we used to miss out on a lot of business at weekends and out of hours, particularly with people who were being refused appointments because the estate agent wouldn't do it. So I recognised that there was a gap to fill. So what, what Ian's doing here as part of his, which is actually, I couldn't have put, if I was asked to um, to describe what somebody does as a viewer, yours would be the absolutely perfect CV in some ways, because of course, what, what it is, it's just fitting it in when you can do it. The whole point of this is that it's not a, a regular thing. I pres I'm presuming it's not your main source of income. Um, it's just an addition. Um, and so in terms of what you actually do for Viewer, it sounds like there's a lot of stuff you do, which is great because I have to say, since I stopped working full-time in an agency, I've really enjoyed having a range of different things to do. So I completely yeah. get that having a range of things is good. But what is it about doing, about viewbring, about being a viewer that particularly appeals to you? What is it you enjoy about the work? Well, I think the, the variety of, of, of the, the work is the, the biggest thing. And that's even when it's just sort of the same um, appointment, you're going to go and do a viewing um, for a property, whether that's to purchase or rent. It's the variety of going along to a new place um, a new area, seeing different areas of, of your local community. Really. Where are you based, by the way, Ian? So I'm in Gloucestershire. So I'm, I'm in Gloucester um, and we've got Tewkesbury, Stroud, um, out into the forest. Um, I've been down to Swindon to do um, um, tomorrow. I'm doing a, a 360 tour in Bristol, um, North Bristol, thankfully. So it's not too far. Um, and then last week I was up in Worcester and Hereford. So, you know, I've, I've sort of got a big area that I'm willing to, to go and drive to really. And you're seeing sort of villages uh, again last week I was in Worcester and then I was in a field in the middle of nowhere, but it was a beautiful village that I was driving through. So you get to see lots of different places. It sounds like you've done quite a lot. So how many appointments have you done so far for, for Viewbridge? Well, I, I had to have a look and I was really surprised. It was 200 um, on there. So, yeah. I've Over what lot. sort of time frame is that? So I think I my first one was in uh, the summer of 2018, 2019, sorry. Okay, so so getting on for a couple of years, so two hundred over that period. Um, yeah. As you say, it's it's not going to enable you to, to buy that Cornwall holiday home. Well, perhaps you already own no. a Cornwall holiday home, but uh, <laughs> I'd love I'd love to talk about more exotic locations. But we're still not necessarily able to do all that at the moment. I have to say, I've been looking yeah. this morning actually at the at the list of published red and ambers and working out where I can go. And I think the answer is I think we're staying here. 
the Faroe Islands or Ascension Island? Maybe? Faroe Islands. Well, Iceland, luckily, is one of them. I'm quite a keen fisherman. Yes. So Iceland is one right. of the very few places that we can go to. So I think Iceland will be receiving a few of my COVID saved pound notes, probably. So uh, Yeah, oh, that would be a great place to go. Um, so, OK, so let's ask you so that we get your, your opinions. You've done 200 of these things. What do you think is the most important thing to get right on a viewing? Um, it's always the introduction. Um, and how you sort of meet those people and and you've got a such a, a variety of different people that are coming to properties whether it be an auction house um, or just a viewing uh, for for rental um, and they're all coming from different places um, and just sort of understanding who they are and what they want to get from the viewing um, if it's a, a developer a builder you know that they're going to get straight in and they're going to look at what they can change to the property to make it into a multi-dwelling or if it's someone who's looking for a rental um and they're sort of a bit nervous as to you know i've heard people say well what do i do now um okay well, we'll just go and walk through here and should we look at this first and and you're sort of understanding who the person is straight away um, and some people that just want to keep themselves to themselves and wander through and not say a word and that's fine you know you just let them do what they want to do and, and try and interject when you can um, but I think that's the key is sort of that introduction um, to who you are what you're doing for them um, I hear myself saying uh, to people quite a lot right well I'm, I'm a viewer so I'm here to facilitate the viewing um, and you have to sort of say as part of the viewer those questions need to be directed to the agent and I think that helps uh, with a lot of people that they just relax then and they can almost sort of chat to you a bit more uh, freely about the property. Uh, I, I find that helpful. That's a really good point because that's exactly what we thought would happen, actually, that people or one of the surveys we did after in the first couple of years after we'd launched did show that people often feel more comfortable when they're with someone who they don't necessarily feel they're being sold to yeah. by. Um, and that's not meant to be rude to estate agents. I know it's their job to do that. I was one for 37 years, so I understand exactly how it works. But certainly we feel that um, when people are more relaxed, they can often say things to you that you might then be able to put into your feedback, which might not mm. necessarily be something they'd have said direct to the estate agent. Yes, and I, and I think also as well, um, and I, you'll probably tell me whether this is true or not, um, I think with those... Uh, the the uh, feedback that we provide um, on the viewer uh, on the viewings um, it can be as, as honest as you like and you go into a property and you go well this this auction property is, I don't think it's right it's not going to sell because it's it's uh, on for too high a, a value for the amount of work that need, needs to be done to it and you're having viewers coming in, in and especially the developers and they're saying this and and part of it is, well, they're just seeing the, the money side of it and, and what they're going to get out of it at the, the other end. Um, but if you're having every single viewer at that property say the same thing, then I think it's good feedback to send back to the agent to say, well, the property has got a lot of work um, and you're asking for a price that is, is putting off a lot of people. 
Um, I don't know. Maybe that's... No, no, that's exactly what they want to know. I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's it's fairly obvious when you're selling property, particularly when you're selling property, but also when you're renting to some extent, and especially at auctions, you would expect the people who come along to look at, oh, it's a bit expensive, isn't it? And they'd suck in their cheek. Yeah, yeah, that's... They're trying, yeah. which is fine, but, but most people actually aren't like that. Most people are straightforward, fairly reserved, and if they all say the same thing, you know, if you get mm. six people around and they all say the same thing, the chances are that, exactly as you say... I think that's a very intelligent uh, response, really, is that, you know, you would you would want to pass that on. So I think that's entirely fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's exactly one of the things you want to get right on a viewing. So I think that's perfect. I mean, do you think you've in, in terms of what you do, particularly showing let's make this relevant to showing properties rather than the rest of your life, because it sounds like there are so many things you do. Is there anything you feel you've learned or become better at from from your experience at Viewer? I've, I've learned uh, so much about uh, properties um that i didn't know before um earlier i was upstairs in our our loft which is been converted into a room so i sort of had sort of an understanding of some work going on and and planning permissions and things like that but i've been introduced to properties that are non-standard construction um built in a way that i thought well i didn't know this even existed um uh properties that are made out of like steel frames with like old, old type council housing and, and sort of understanding from developers as to the history of why they were um, why they were not allowed to be mortgageable uh, based on one incident where one sort of collapsed and that's it all of them are now condemned um, like planning permissions like the, the front line of a, a property uh, you can have people coming in and saying oh right well this is great potential I'm going to have a, a one bed house on that plot of land there and then the other developer will come in and go, well, that's not going to happen because of the line of the front of the buildings along the street. Um, all of these little things I'm sort of picking up as you, as you go along. And it's just brilliant. I sort of take it away and go uh, and do some painting in someone's house and go, oh, right, OK. Now I understand why that bit of that building is there, you know, as part of the structure or. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've learned a lot. Yeah, it definitely helps. It helps make uh, when one's talking about property in any shape or form, it helps to have had the experience, you know, and you're getting a concentrated experience on the viewing side. I mean, you know, I remember it's it was one of the bits that I really enjoyed doing most as an estate agent was was the getting out and about. Um, the problem was, I think, that the, my bosses didn't realize when I was working in an office sort of how much time one would waste i mean you know going to properties you you clearly cover in a very quite a large geographical area and you quite enjoy the travel to and from because it's Mm. through some nice areas when i was working in london you know you'd spend a lot of time getting stuck in traffic and all that sort of stuff it was really quite um quite boring but it was it was it wasn't terribly good time for me to spend you know my bosses really wanted me in the office calling up making new appointments rather than running around yeah the bit i enjoyed was the running around bit. uh that's the bit i enjoyed so um it's 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 interesting to hear how your experience you know you're absolutely typical of what we feel is the right way for people to see properties which is that they didn't want to be relaxed the estate agent yeah. doesn't, doesn't have their time wasted in inverted commas i appreciate that everyone wants to probably meet a tenant or a buyer if they can at some point Mm. Um, but then you can do that for a second viewing or a third viewing or whatever it is perhaps down the line yes so i was going to say that this sort of past year uh, with the lockdown happening it was fantastic that there was something that i could everything else that i was involved with with 
fell away. As you can imagine, the farming industry has just disappeared. That's only just coming back. Um, the leisure centres closed. Um, and so I, I was left with just viewers. Um, and it was brilliant because uh, on one side, I was at home homeschooling my children um, and supporting my wife with that. Um, and then I was able to sort of get out and about and that driving around was was brilliant. It was great headspace to sort of get out and uh, yeah, yeah. have a journey to somewhere and, and meet a few people. Yes. I mean, certainly uh, Viber as a business has grown quite a lot during COVID. Mm. Um, I mean, clearly there have been some people who've been who've who've um, been disadvantaged, and not able to go out and about. And so I'm glad to hear that it's been. It's been useful not only for our clients, but also for your mental health in inverted commas in somewhere yes. to, be able to get out and yeah. about. Sounds like you've had it tough. Um, I'm always aware with doing these conversations that people have a sort of time span. And we find with these podcasts that people tend to listen to them on their commutes and things. But one question mm-hmm. I would like to ask you is if you could offer any services of Uber, what do you think it might be and why would you want to offer it? Um, well, the thing I was thinking of was actually something that I've, I've mentioned on, on an email before um, and I don't think it is really sort of the right thing for for Viva but I'm, I'm going to mention it anyway because it's it's sort of quite interesting um, and relates to the kind of properties that you go and, and visit um, and one of them I'm actually going to after this conversation today um, is a property that's just been vacated and, and everything is still in the property um, there's bags of clothes where people have started to bag up and then they've just decided, no, I'm going to leave it all. Um, and you go into some properties and there's just things everywhere. Uh, this particular property I visited um, last summer uh, to do a, a vacant property inspection. And um, I rang on the doorbell, not the door, opened the key. And I really thought someone was in there, someone still living because there was items in the kitchen uh, there was a mattress upstairs on the floor with a duvet half off and I, I was a bit thrown I had to call up um, the office and say are you sure there's no one living here um, so so that that leads me into sort of um, being able to offer clearing of housing um, but maybe not clearing a house completely just providing a service where you go in and glove up mask up whatever you need to do and bin stuff up, um, take items to a charity shop, um, move things into one room so it's out of the way and clear the others and um, not clean it to perfection, but just clear it so that a a potential buyer can come in and and not have to climb over things to get to the window um, or walk around the side of a bed that's still in the room um, because it's in the way. And, And I'm I appreciate that that's not sort of the same uh, in a suit and smart um, shirt kind of going and doing viewing. Um, but I think that sort of fits in with no, no, me. I think, I, think, I, would be I think that idea of staging a property is probably quite a good thing. And most of, mm. certainly most of our viewers have the good com- enough common sense to be able to go in and do that. I think the issue we found is that obviously, like any business, when you start up, you, you, you need to offer a simple set of services. And then as you yeah. go on, everyone's saying, can you do this? Can you do this? And understandably, people like you come up with ideas for things. We then need to try and develop those as we go on. And certainly the idea of using our platform to be able to put customers in touch with other forms of 
um, service providers is something that we've thought about. And indeed, as you've already discovered, you've mentioned yourself, you're doing 360 tours, which involves special yeah. knowledge, you know, going through our academy, learning how to do bits and pieces, buying the hardware. You know, these things need to be developed over time, you know. And I think that's in terms of the, the photography side of things as well. Um, I'm, I quite enjoy my photography and I've, I've got a, um, a DSLR camera that I've, I've got. But obviously the, the photography bookings that we offer at the moment are a basic, you know, phone point and shoot camera. Um, point and shoot with, it, with, your, with your phone or, or doing the video tours, you know, using your phone. Um, and I wonder whether that's sort of an advanced photography. I think there was a, a photography module that you've, you've put up. I've yet to do it. Um, but whether offering sort of advanced uh, photographs with a wide angle lens, where you see these sort of really glossy photos, um, it's something that's a lot of us, I'm sure, are capable of. Uh, doing well i'm sure stuff. we'll be moving more into that ian the fact of the matter is that the industry mm. is fairly well uh, it's it's a very competitive side of the industry that photographs and producing of marketing uh, information etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's definitely something we'll be pursuing so yeah uh, i'm sure there'll be a little bit more to come um well look, you've been you've been extremely candid and i really appreciate your um uh you're taking the time i know you've got to be somewhere at 11 so i'll give you time yeah. to get on and do that i'm embarrassed about having given you one or two pointers earlier on about how to be in front of a camera when clearly you know an awful lot more about it than me which is very funny <laughs> you were, i love the way you said i'll talk about that in a minute and then yeah you know, brought it up that was great i really enjoyed that so um Look, thank you, Ian. Um, I appreciate that. And hopefully for anybody who's listening, um, just the, the, the fact that clearly Ian's got his head screwed on and knows what he's talking about is, is enough to make you think, well, hang on a minute, maybe we should be giving Puber a bit more. Um, but um, as I said, describing Ian as a typical Vuber is not meant to be denigrating to anybody, but I think it is a, um, it's a real testament to, to what you're doing and hopefully to what we're doing, that the the business we've got and the skill set you've brought to it have melded to make a good service. So, um, yeah, I, yeah. I really, I've really enjoyed um, doing Viewber, um, and it's sort of built up from being something I do now and then to be something that I actually look forward to receiving the notification on my phone and thinking, what am I going to do today or where am I going to go and is it going to fit in my calendar? And if all of those apply, it's yeah, let's do it. And it's there and it, and it works really well because it's um, the details are there. The instructions are clear and um, you can just sort it, sort it out quite quickly. And um, I've talked about my mixture of roles that I do. It's just another one of those change of hats that I have. Um, I'll be painting in the morning and then quickly put on a shirt and a pair of trousers and some smart shoes and off I go to do a viewer. Good stuff. Well, listen, I appreciate your time, Ian. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Ed. Thank you. <laughs>